According to the Oxford Dictionary, wealth is defined as an abundance of valuable possessions or money. Its synonyms include affluence, prosperity, riches, sustenance, and well-being. A person's understanding of how much wealth they have can be based on a comparison to what someone else has, otherwise known as keeping up with the Joneses. A sense of wealth can also be measured by possessions and what money represents. Status, having made it, living large, buying what I want, when I want it, even if I don't really need it because I just want to have it syndrome. It is my understanding that most people who have a lot of money or wealth for a long time, old money folk, never talk about how much money they have as it is considered ill-mannered. Most of the folks I know talk about money or wealth all the time because they are still trying to figure out how to get it, when to use it, and on occasion, how to flaunt it. Our readings today ask us to reflect on this notion of wealth. In Amos, the focus is on those whose only concern is how to make money by any means necessary. Make money the minute the Sabbath is over. Make money even if it ruins the land or hurts needy people. Cheat if necessary to make money. By whatever means you can, make that money, make that money, make that money. Like a drumbeat, it is the driving force of those who will never have enough. In Timothy, we hear a different definition of wealth. There is a richness to life that comes from praying for others in such a way that all can have dignity and a peaceful life. Doing what is right and good as defined by God is its own reward. The gospel offers a third point of consideration. What happens when we receive wealth and waste it? This troubles me the most because, truth be told, I am guilty of having wasted what I have been given. Not all the time, just often enough to realize that I need to continually work to change my ways. Like the manager in the gospel story, I have not always taken notice of what I have received or used those gifts wisely. Let me give you a couple of examples. Every time I buy too much food and end up throwing out some of it because it's spoiled, I'm thinking salad greens here, I have wasted a gift that could have nourished me. A gift that was brought to me by people who worked the fields and toiled long hours and drove the trucks and stocked the shelves. 
a gift that they gave that I just threw in the garbage. When I order something new to replace something I already have, that works fine, by the way, I am wasting resources that might have been better used for something else. Wealth is not about having just enough or just getting your needs met. Wealth is about abundance and what we do with the extra. It seems to me that taking the time to think about what I truly need and giving away the rest is a good thing. When I was first ordained, I served at our mission in Monterio, St. Andrews. It was a small congregation, and in those days, we functioned pretty much like a family. Everyone knew everyone else, and although there were some folks who had plenty of resources, there were others who did not have as much. One summer, we decided to have a giveaway. And the idea was that everyone would bring to church things they could no longer use or felt would mostly benefit someone else. We had a few rules. The items had to be in good working order, clean and ready to use. People were only to bring items that they would give to a really good friend. And nothing would be sold. The items were carefully organized and displayed throughout the church and on tables in front of the church. The first hour was reserved for church members to share and exchange the things that they had brought. And then the rest of the day was for the community. There were no rules. If you wanted it or needed it, it was yours. Astonishingly, in a way, there was no greed. People were very careful about taking and picking things that only they thought they would use once they got them home. We also decided that anything left over at the end of the day would go to the Goodwill or the Salvation Army. As you might imagine, we had a lot of items to share. And one of those items included a huge bag, huge, huge, huge bag <laughs> of clean baby clothes. We were about to pack up at the end of the day when a woman came by in a car to ask if we had, you guessed it, any baby clothes. It turned out that she worked at a hospital in San Francisco on a unit that served a lot of low-income mothers who had next to nothing for their newborns. We happily gave her that big bag of baby clothes, and we were thrilled to do so. Nowadays, if you want to give things away and you don't want to charge for them, you can use things like free cycle, or some other online giveaway, I have it, you need it. There's something I think called Neighbor to Neighbor where you can borrow things from one another. It's great, it's opened a whole universe of things that you don't have to buy and go spend money on if you're just willing to kind of open your mind to other ways of obtaining 
what you might be interested in. However, that giveaway is still one of my fondest ministry memories because everyone benefited. Folks gave, folks received, and everyone prospered. On that day, we were all wealthy. How we define wealth and abundance is important. If one only thinks about money or material possessions as wealth, then we miss all the other forms of abundance in our life. Some of the richest people I have known are people who do not look like they have much. Their wealth comes from loving, caring, sharing, and believing. Believing in a God who would provide them with the wisdom and guidance they needed to thrive. They always have enough, and their needs are always met. We can serve God by serving one another, or we can serve ourselves in the pursuit of wealth. We cannot do both. Our choices will always reveal which one we think is the most important.